ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber, but I'm not nearly as great as my co-host, Waylon Davis. Hey, everybody. And we have a pretty interesting show just because of some news we found out today. Mm. You know, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's one of those WWE things that makes no sense, but because it's it makes no sense because it's like we'll get into it more you know in a, right. in a little bit but like AEW introduced a new championship last night which is a beautiful championship belt it really is um it's you know and they're going to use it more for like international stuff because they have that working relationship with new japan pro wrestling see um the AEW All All Atlantic Championship. Well, there's been a lot of chatter on social media about how AEW has too many championships and blah 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 and all this. And it's like you do know that, like, because somebody went and listed all the championships that AEW has, but three of them that they listed are not official championships. Like the FTW Championship Isn't gets defended. It's not, not an official. It's not an official championship. It's just something singular to Team Taz. Does it get defended from time to time? Yes, but you know, nobody's going to lose it outside of Team Taz. Right. So that one doesn't count. the 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 two Owen Hart championship belts are trophies. They're not going to be defended. Yep. So I don't have an issue with them creating a new championship, especially with a working a working relationship with new japan plus with as stacked as their roster is it gives people something else to fight for you don't just have a full roster with nobody having anything really to do with no stakes or anything wwe has their world champion over here who has defended his championship one time since beating brock lesnar at wrestlemania he's defended it once and that was against drew mcintyre at a house show Wow. Yep. And, you know, you're talking about a company that actually does have too many belts, too many championships. And, uh, wow. And actually, the subject of our show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that Roman Reigns has been pulled off the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Yep. So it's two pay-per-views in a row that there's no world championship match, which was a fear a lot of people had when they decided to unify the titles. Now, instead of having Universal and WWE, where we could still have a WWE championship match at a pay-per-view, premium live advance, sorry. Premium. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, and then if, you know, if Roman's not going to be there, then at least you've still got a world champion that's there. But now, with Roman having both world titles, there's no world champion. He they, he was mm. pulled from money in the back. For, he was pulled from Hell in a Cell. Didn't defend the title at Backlash. He was in the the six man tag. Yep. And now he won't be defending the title at uh, Money in the Bank because he won't be on the show at all. And they have not really given an explanation why, have they? Oh, I have a, a pretty good idea. Because when they moved the um, 
when Money in the Bank wasn't selling out the stadium in Las Vegas like they thought it would, they moved it to the smaller venue. Right. Then magically they pull their biggest star from the pay-per-view because he's not because they um didn't fill up the stadium. They had to move it to a different uh. to a smaller venue. So I guess I guess Vince McMahon figured then I don't need to waste Roman Reigns in the smaller venue. Here's the problem, though. They, <laughs> oh, wow. Here's what I think has uh. happened. They've painted themselves into a corner because Roman is on a reduced schedule. If he, if he only has so many dates per year to compete or appear, then you, we're going to see more of this. Now, from what they're saying, he will be at SummerSlam and he will be at uh, was it Clash at the Castle? Or yeah, King of the Castle. Something Cal- like that. Castlevania. Uh, <laughs> but he'll be there. Rumor has it he's supposed to defend the title against Randy Orton at SummerSlam. Okay. And then which makes sense because I mean, basically he's been running through all the former world champions and he hasn't, he hasn't faced Randy yet since, since he's been on this run, he hasn't faced Randy yet. Um, other than the six man tag at backlash. And then Drew McIntyre challenged him to a match at the September pay-per-view, the clash at the castle or whatever they're calling it. But then there's nothing after that. Those are the only two that he's guaranteed that he's booked for his SummerSlam, which is in Nissan stadium in Nashville. And then clash at the castle, which is in the stadium at Cardiff. Oh, (laughs) and once again, you know, we kind of go back to the question of why isn't WWE defending their championships? Uh Uh-huh. And well, you look at money in the uh, bank, there was two championship matches. There was no Intercontinental Championship. Hey, I see you back there. He, he said he sees you back there. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm sneaking. <laughs> she but looked right no, at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no Intercontinental title match. There was no Intercontinental title match at um, Hell in a Cell. There was no, there was the United States title and the women's title. So no SmackDown women's champions. Ronda Rousey wasn't booked because she was originally booked for that show too, was pulled from that show. Uh, Of course, the women's tag team championships may as well be defunct at this point. Um, Trying to think what else, you know, the world title, the world champion wasn't there. Not even the 24-7 title was defended at the pay-per-view. It's like, I don't, I don't understand. It's like how you have all these championships. You have this incredible championship, you know, history of all these titles, but then you just treat them as an afterthought. And, you know, if I saw our truth, all of a sudden walk out there, I'd be like, yeah, we go. Yeah. 24 seven. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, that's, you know, for as many championship titles will they have. And yeah, I know that, Let's see, four of the titles uh, with six belts are are held by three people. Oh, yeah, and no tag title match either. Yeah, no tag title match. 
Yeah, because the Usos have the Raw and SmackDown Tag Championships, and Roman's got WWE and Universal Championships. Yeah, like you said, you know, four championships tied up in one group. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm fine with, you know, the one faction holding the titles because that yeah. does kind of lead, you know, that does kind of add something. Yeah. Uh, but I wish they would actually defend the titles. That's my problem. I have no issue with the bloodline having all those titles because like you said, it does, you know, it kind of, it elevates those championships because it's like this group, you know, it looks like this group is dominant enough to control all these titles. Yeah. So these titles must be, be important, but yeah, but they don't defend the titles. And they, so much, so much for Naomi becoming part of that now, but yeah. So, uh, Vince, what are you doing? Seriously? Yeah. I, I, I don't understand. It's like, before we get more into it, you may want to do the contact and listening info. Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> uh, so if you would like to email us, it's, it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Instagram also at armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Twitter at bookingarmchair. You can find us on TikTok at armchairbooking. You can find us on YouTube. Obviously, you know that if you're watching the video. But in the audio platforms, we are normally there if we are not there for some reason let one of us or both of us or a friend of ours who can always pass the information to us Mm -hmm. let us know and we will do what we can to get ourselves added and you can find our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast one of the things you can get actually is this nice coffee it's a travel mug and and i can tell you this thing is pretty durable because my dog chewed (laughs) crap out of the lid you know because she was liking some coffee but you can find Dwaylon at fat underscore daddy 73 on Twitter. You can find his YouTube channel. This is that totally separate from wrestling, but he and his family do at big and fat. Yep. And yep. And you can find my other podcast at uh, it's called the cubicle chat, but that Twitter is actually at cubicle dash or cubicle underscore chat. So I think that's a lot of contact info in one breath. Well, I think that. so. It was more than you, one breath, but you did good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, and it really, it's, you know, from memory trying to, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So just give us a shout. Give the other, other, my other podcast a shout. You know, Joylin's YouTube channel, a, a mm-hmm. look, a listen, a view, you know, so because we're building the empire and it's going to be me, Joylin. And so far we had Ted the Hillbilly Hill. He's joining yep. us. And uh, Justin. From TNC Sports Talk, him and his new podcast that he just started. It's a live stream, uh, the Throw In, mm-hmm. I believe is yep, yep. name of it. Um, and yeah, definitely go give him a listen, and go give Bless Their Hearts and True Crime Cast, same guys. Go give their podcast a listen. Yep. So, so all the shout outs. Oh, and somebody else actually, I need to shout out too because they shouted us out. And it was actually something today on Twitter. And I, I saw that, yeah. And I, it was really, really nice of him. Um, and let me find the man who did it. Uh, da, 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 where you at? Oh, oh, BC Hunter. He actually, he listened to the show that we had uh, with Ted the Hillbilly Hill. And he said, oh, I'm going to have to go add these guys to my 
my normal rotation. He said, I'm old school, just like they are. So cool. And, yep. So he is out of Nova Scotia, Canada. Awesome. And he's uh, according to his Twitter, wrestling fan since the 80s, truth hunter, 33.33% of the hashtag too sweet trio, but co host of the Wrestling with the Truth podcast. So, hmm. uh, so he also, let me make sure I'm following that his podcast is which i am okay wrestling with the truth podcast at wwttpod uh and he's a blackhawks fan and bills mafia buffalo bills mm. all right not that i keep up with a lot of hockey but i would think if you're a chicago blackhawks fan you might like the bears no nobody likes the bears uh, no, that's true. I mean, I, I did like the Bears back in 1985, but everybody liked the Bears back I mean, then. everybody liked the Bears in 85. <laughs> like, so. like, after that, it's like, my wife's best friend is a Bears fan, and I'm like, I'm every time I'm like, you know you can do better, right? You know you can pick a better team. And we had somebody who was kind of a friend of ours in back in high school, and a couple years out of high school. Um when I say kind of a friend, I think I was more of a friend than, uh, I think he was more of a friend of mine than what he was yours because he could be kind of a jerk sometimes. <laughs> um, mm, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but, you know what? Let me text you and tell you the name. <laughs> but he was a Bears fan at the time. And then actually, he told me why he liked the Bears and he also liked, I think, the- yep, that's who I thought you were talking about. <laughs> Because uh, every once in a while he'd have diarrhea of the mouth. And I'm like, dude, really? You have to act stupid. Yep. Uh, but he had like a, a relative, like a distant relative who actually played for the Bears. So that's why he kind of. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that. Yeah. I can see that. But like, nah. Yeah. So. Nah. And I haven't heard from him in years now. I mean, he, because he deleted his social media. And, oh, yeah. He just kind of vanished. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was there for a little bit. But, you know, he's going through some personal problems. And I know he's. I know he had been doing good, and then he relapsed. And he was doing really good, mm-hmm. then he relapsed. And so, I mean, I really do hope he can stay the course. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Um, but now, to continue on talking about Roman Reigns and the yeah. whole situation. Okay, what are the things about the Money in the Bank pay-per-view as a, as a whole? One of the things that gives it intrigue and makes you want to watch is, is – the money in the bank winner going to cash in later on. Exactly. Well, because we know the answer to that now, at least for the men. Yeah, for the men, there will be no cash in that night because the world champion won't be there. Um, yeah, because like the 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 tweet that I sent you, uh, the it was a report from Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso um, saying that current undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns will not be in action at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view July 2nd. According to the report, plans for Reigns uh, working the event changed once Money in the Bank was moved from Allegiant Stadium to the, MG- the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Yep. And then Dave, uh, Dave Meltzer confirmed the initial report from Sports Illustrated. Um, <laughs> Just... Because the, his next three, three challengers were supposed to be Matt Riddle, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre. It was supposed to be Money in the Bank for Riddle, SummerSlam for Orton, Clash at the Castle uh, for McIntyre. 
those were supposed to be the next three title defenses. This was after being removed from Hell in a Cell. So now, if they decide to do the match with him and Riddle, it will more it will be on TV. And they don't do, they're not going to change the world title on TV. And they're not going to give Riddle the title. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, but the title's title's not going to change. You know, title's not going to change on television. I mean, that's that was a that was an attitude era staple. But yeah. since the attitude era ended, there's rarely been. I mean, you've had your occasions. Like Roman has won the title on an episode of Raw before. He beat Sheamus. Uh, a few months after Survivor Series. Um, but it rarely happens anymore that a world title changes on TV. They're not going to take the title for Roman to put it on Matt Riddle. Nothing against Matt Riddle, oh, but they're not. He's, he's, this, not, he's not ready yet for the world title. He's not ready for the world title, and they're not ready for this run to end because it's too profitable still right. them making the money and they're not going to give it to Orton. Orton's not going to be the one to beat Roman. The only thing that I could see is if they have Drew McIntyre beat Roman at clash at the clash at the castle, which, well, I was going to say could happen with it's not his hometown. It's not even his home country, but it's really, really close because <laughs> mm-hmm. they'll just say the UK and yeah, and I was like, no, they're well, okay, yeah, technically Wales is part of the United Kingdom. However, the United Kingdom is four different countries. Yeah, and Scotland will tell you, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I guess legally, technically, yeah, but no, we're yeah. Scottish and. And Welshmen and Welsh women would tell you we're Welsh. And, you know, they, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, you, I, I'm, yeah, you would have people probably traveling from Scotland. Um, and I don't remember what part of Scotland Drew McIntyre is from. Um, I'm going to have to look now. But, I mean, it, it's not that hard to travel from Scotland to Wales. I mean, we, we drove, we drove to Scotland from where we lived in England in late may mm-hmm. and we were up there we were up in we went up to a place near york uh it was well it was um minworth hill which was another base mm-hmm. you know we stopped we stayed at a hotel close to there so we could fuel up on base the next day because it was right. a lot cheaper and then you know we went on up to um to falkirk scotland and we were there for about six days. Then we went up to Inverness, which is really far up north. We were mm-hmm. so far north, we were starting to see the signs like in the, in the Scots Gaelic language. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so we were up there, went to Loch Ness and all that. And then, you know, 10 days total in Scotland, came back. Over 4th of July weekend, we went to Wales, still drove. So we were like a four-hour drive, five-hour drive from the Welsh border. So, you know, so it's easily doable. Mm-hmm. You know, just, you know, if, if you don't want to fly, I mean, you could just drive. Yeah. Um, but let me see what part of Scotland Drew McIntyre is from. Because I want to say he's from like around Ayrshire. And the only reason I, I think I, I even remember that is because apparently that's where like my family is from. <laughs> the name Barber. 
Air, yeah, Air Scotland. Yeah, Air Scotland, yeah. Yep. So the Ayrshire district or the you know, kind of Ayrshire. Um, but anyway, you know, enough about like family history. But yeah, that's so hey, I could be related to Drew McIntyre. <laughs> like very distantly related, like hundreds yeah. of cousins. But Roman Reigns last match was a May 22nd live event title defense against Drew McIntyre and Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The last time that Romans wrestled was May 22nd. So he hasn't even wrestled since no, the he one. Uh, yeah, he 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 wrestled at WrestleMania, beat beat Brock. Uh, there was some speculation about his shoulder. I know his shoulder did. I know his yeah. shoulder did dislocate during the match, and he popped it back in. Um, then he didn't wrestle at all in the lead up to Backlash. Nope. Wrestled, wrestled the six-man tag at Backlash. And then I think he did the house. I think he did the, the house show loop. Um, yeah, he did the house show loop. And then his last match. So his last match this year has been May 22nd in a live event title defense. So wow. it, it's already June 9th. And he hasn't defended the title since May 22nd. And now... 18 days. 18 days he hasn't defended yeah. it. Was not at the money... Was not at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Will not be at Money in the Bank. So no, it's like... Uh, and even Hogan used to catch criticism back in the 80s for mm-hmm. his lack of title defenses. But the reason why is because he was being compared to uh, Ric Flair or whoever the NWA world champion was. Yes. Yes. Because they were like on the road defending yeah, almost the, every day. Yeah. And Hogan, it was like twice a week at most. At mo- most time, it was like once a week. Yep. And, you know, but they, they, you know, he used to catch all sorts of flack for that. But now, I mean, they look at that and go, well, why can't you have a schedule like Hogan? He, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's that's the thing too. Roman Reigns has earned a lighter schedule. I I totally agree with that. They just shouldn't have unified the titles. Uh, here's the thing. Once again, they did something to create a WrestleMania moment with no long-term plan in place for it. Yep. They had Roman beat Brock so we could have the visual of Reigns holding both titles. And whenever they're planning anything, when you know you got the the quasi Hollywood writers that are there trying to write scripts, mm-hmm. you know they're yeah. writers, they're not agents, they're not bookers, yeah. they're writers. Yeah, they're writers. Yeah, yeah, and a good bit of them have zero wrestling experience whatsoever, you know, but they can write a good story. Yeah, so can a lot of the bookers, and the bookers yeah. will let you write something usually that's realistic. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It, it's just, it's, but, it's become ridiculous. I mean, it really has. Yeah. But see, WWE doesn't want them writing anything realistic because they're not realistic. Because realistically, they would realize that they are a professional wrestling company mm-hmm. and book their shows accordingly. No, they think that they are on par with Disney and think that they're this giant entertainment conglomerate that they're 
they're they're making all these elaborate stories and everything and it's like you're a wrestling promotion vince mcmahon you're a wrestling promoter you always have been your fans are wrestling fans true true wrestling fans care nothing about all that entertainment crap the entertainment that we want is good matches in the ring and sensible store and sensible booking yep and we haven't been getting that no yeah i mean you have the champion who's not defending Mm -hmm. so how are they a champion if they're actually not defending the title the tag champions who aren't defending defending they wrestled the um the usos wrestled the street profits on raw uh ended up losing that match by count out so now the street profits have earned a future championship match because they technically beat the usos because they right. they won by count out it's not how you build up a credible credible contenders to the to any kind of title as far as building up contenders drew mcintyre has looked ridiculous for months he needs to give vince mcmahon his sword back <laughs> yeah he, i mean I, I i've had enough of that he needs to go back to being the badass that he was yeah that leading up to when he won the title from lesnar leading up to when he won the title back from randy orton that drew mcintyre preferably i would i would prefer the scottish psychopath drew mcintyre when he was a heel that's that's when i've liked him the best but this grinning at the crowd and you know coming out with the sword every time and all this and it's like it's not making me believe that he's any threat to the championship the one that they should be booking in these in this scenario is bobby lashley mm-hmm. who looks like who who is carrying himself and looks like a legitimate threat to anybody's championship and that's who he should that's who he should be honestly that's who roman should be wrestling at SummerSlam. nothing against randy mm-hmm. orton but randy's done this 14 times and he's probably had 50 cha- 50 chances at a world championship that main event should be Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley for the undisputed title. Well, right now they have Lashley. It appears like he's going to be probably winning the U.S. title here soon. Either that, He'll, they'll probably or, book him to, to put Austin Theory over, and which is totally backwards. And yeah. and you know, in fact, Justin actually was talking about this um, on his podcast the other day. And I was kind of throwing in comments, you know, because he has the live chat going. Yeah. And and I was at work, so I couldn't exactly say, hey, let me just go on your show. No, I was working. So I was right. If I got a chance to actually say something in the chat, I would. But I pointed out that, you know, like what we've been saying, mm-hmm. they're they're putting the belt on people, then trying to put them over. Yeah. And that's not a formula that will work i mean it's just like and i know this has come over movie reference but it's also happened in real life rocky five 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 yep rocky five that's the one where he lost all his money ends up back oh yeah back on the streets of philadelphia and Mm -hmm. no not not the bruce springsteen song (laughs) but he ends up back in the streets of philadelphia lost all his money but he relinquished the title he said i'm retiring i'm done right you know so he retired as champion 
because in boxing, you're not required to lose it. If you want to say I quit, I mm-hmm. okay, I'm done. I mean, because he had a lot of brain damage and whatever. Yeah. Um, Tommy the Machine Gun, played by Tommy Machine Gun Morrison. Yep. Yeah, he was the guy who was given the title. Right. Yeah. And but then, of course, they're like, well, you're a paper champion. You never actually won. And Rocky had trained him or helped train him. And, mm-hmm. you know, then, you know, but they're like, yeah, you're a, a paper champion. Yeah. You, you didn't, didn't beat anybody. You, you were just handed the title. Right. And that's the way they're doing with, well, I say real life in professional wrestling, where they do, they pick it, you pick who the champion is going to be. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't support Tommy Gunn because, he wasn't, I mean, he may have had some matches against mm-hmm. people, but he never actually won the title. Right. It was just given to him. And so the people were like, no, I mean, and he had a bad attitude on top mm-hmm. of that. And man, it's been like 25, no, actually probably over 30 years since I've seen that movie. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, they, they couldn't get behind him as champion because he didn't beat anybody. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he didn't beat anybody before they even put the title on him. It's like, well, he doesn't really deserve the title. Right. I mean, and you said it best. I mean, they're using the, the people to put the champions over instead mm-hmm. of putting them over and then saying, okay, they've earned the bet because people are behind them. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, look at how, you know, back when we were growing up, you know, Jim Crocker promotions, Mid-South, mm-hmm. you know, promotions like that. Yes. You know, people were given certain championships but it was based on the work that they had done and it was based right. on it was based on the work they had done were they putting butts in seats were they over with the fans were they getting heat if they were and that was if you're a face if you're a heel were you putting butts in the seat to see you get beat up were you drawing good heel heat from the crowd mm-hmm. things like that now it's just like Vince McMahon is like okay Austin Theory is my guy, so we're going to put the U.S. title on him. But then we're going to have to use other people to get him over because he wasn't ready for that spot. And then, and I know it's kind of old news now, he didn't want to put the title on Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was the most over wrestler in the company at the time. Because he still had those 1985 glasses on to where if you're not six foot eight, 300 pounds, you know, jack to the gills, then you don't look like a pro wrestler. And yeah. if you strictly go by what professional wrestling is, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, is the most complete professional wrestler in the world today. Yeah. He has absolutely everything. He is a machine in the ring. He has presence, mic skills, charisma, Everything, everything that WWE says that they want, he just happens to be six feet tall. Yep. Six feet tall and 195 <laughs> pounds. Yep, which makes him our height and a lot less weight than us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he is, you know, they like to throw out the phrase, you know, best in the world and all this. For my, for my money, Brian Danielson is the absolute best wrestler in the world right now. Yeah. Um, And for Vince McMahon to be like, well, no, we don't, you know, we don't see you as the face of the company. And it's like, 
you do you do look at this entire every arena you go to that those yes chants were going you know everywhere daniel bryan comes mm -hmm. out gets the biggest pop of anybody every single night and it's like for you to say oh we we always listen to our fans no you, no, do you don't you listen to the hamster on the wheel that's in your head and if anybody wants to get a, well, probably one of the best examples of the the or the daniel bryan pop just go turn on royal rumble 2014 uh-huh and it was the opening match. And as soon as you hear Flight of the Valkyries come on, yep. that crowd exploded. Yeah. And at the time, I mean, I didn't see it when it happened live because that was the year the network came out. It came out a couple months later. Mm -hmm. because, yeah, I got it right in time for WrestleMania. Yeah. And they still had a lot of, well, and it, it, I don't even think it was out during the Rumble time. So was no, it didn't, it didn't come out till February. Okay. It yeah, came so out, I think the Chamber pay-per-view was like the first. Okay. The first a, one that was on the network. Because I made sure I actually waited to get it until, you know, um, it was going to be WrestleMania was going to be the, the first pay per view. After, mm -hmm. after you got you got the first pay per view. Uh, well, you got the, that month free. Yeah. The first month was free. So I made sure that 30 days yeah. to WrestleMania. So I watched it later and I saw that or heard that pop and I was like, oh my. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know, really know who Daniel Bryan is, but dude is absolutely over. The fans love him. And the thing is, like, they, you know, they wanted to paint him as this B-plus player, and he, and he was never intended to even be in, you know, the main event of WrestleMania at all. But the Batista experiment failed. They had no other choice because he was the absolute most popular wrestler in the company. They act like that was a fluke. The man has been the most popular wrestler in every every company that he's that he's worked for. Ring yeah. of Honor, he was popular. WWE, he gets that same pop when he comes out on uh, AEW. And and he's hurt right now, apparently. Yeah, but um, it's but, it's a minor thing. Yeah, a couple of weeks and he'll be back. And that's actually something else. And 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 I'll gotta say, you know, I gotta give credit for it. Justin actually pointed this out. The and, and he actually gave us a, uh, some credit as well because we pointed out the WWE has thinned out their roster so much because of mm -hmm. budget cuts. And hey, look, we made quarterly records, yeah, yeah, because you cut your payroll, yeah. And they've now they've cut their roster so thin that anytime somebody gets hurt, I mean, if you look at just straight up percentages, I, I don't know how many people are on their roster right now. But for them to lose, let's see, Roman Roman might be hurt. I don't know. You know, yeah, he, he might be. Nobody's saying, but yeah, he could be hurt. Yeah, but you know, but Roman's not there. Um, Edge has been written off. Mm -hmm. And by the way, good call on the the Finn Balor thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, because were we were we recording when you said that? Yes. Okay, because I knew it was it was it had to been close to the end of the show. So yeah. So right before, we, so everybody go back and watch last week's show. Listen to last week's show. You can hear Dwayne actually say because we were talking about we're speculating. This is before they announced it on Raw, and neither one of us even had the TVs on at the time, so we had no idea. Because I was even looking no. to see has anybody nope didn't know yet. And and Dwayne said, I think it's going to be Finn Balor. Yeah. And it was Finn Balor. 
I did not foresee them kicking edge out of the group. No, that was a long shot. I mean, I said that, that the, that the smart thing to do would be for have Finn join and then turn on edge and take his place. But I didn't think they'd do that. And they absolutely did that. And, and I you found know, that, I found out why they did that because they wanted to, management wanted to take the judgment day stable in a more supernatural direction. Um, okay. That, and edge didn't want to do that. Because they're and, trying to be the um, the House of Black. Yeah. And, yeah, Edge didn't want to do that. And so they were pretty much like, okay, then we'll just replace you in the group. <laughs> yeah. So, so Edge has actually been written off TV for a little bit because he's hurt. Mm -hmm. And the sad thing is Edge probably is hurt. Um, uh, probably. Yeah. So Edge has been off, off TV. Charlotte Flair's off TV for a little bit. I mean, she just got married. Yeah. Um, to Andrade, or uh, I cannot think of his real name, but. Um, Which Andrade's back. He was on Dynamite yesterday. Okay. So honeymoon's over. Yeah. But um, she's not she's not booked for SmackDown tomorrow. So I don't know. But I don't uh, know when she's going to be back. Oh, uh, maybe uh, it's a good chance for her to kind of revamp herself a little bit. But then again, you know. Uh, Slick Rick, you know, Daddy Flair, he never really changed his character, not that much. No, he didn't change it, and she really doesn't need to change hers. No, but he just needs to take some time away so people actually may, might be excited when she comes back because people are just burnt out with the Charlotte Flair experiment yeah. because it's like, you know, a lot of those championship reigns that she had, there were other women that were better suited at the time to be the world champion but it's like Vince McMahon it's like it's like a little kid it's like my three-year-old daughter she finds a few little toys that she likes that are her favorites and those are the ones she plays with all the time and that's how Vince McMahon is he's like a three-year-old <laughs> in the toy box he finds four or five toys that he likes that he really really likes and that's who it that's who he goes to Every single time, it's uh, it sounds like kind of a Pareto, a Pareto principle, mm -hmm. you know, the whole 80 20 thing. Yep, you know, so 80% of his time is spent on 20% of his, his wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Yep, uh, absolutely. And you know, I'm trying to think everybody else was Randy Orton, he's also hurt too, isn't he? Uh, yeah, Randy's been having some back issues from what I understand. Which okay. they didn't mention that on TV, but I've seen some reports that he's had some back issues, which, I mean, tw 20 plus years of hitting the RKO. Yeah. And, know, and, gonna... and, and he's not subtle with anything he does anyway. No. And I mean, that's going to catch up to you after a while. Yeah. But, yeah. So you... Hogan even said he wishes he hadn't been doing the leg drop. Mm hmm. So you've got Edge out, Orton's out, Cody's out. Till more than likely early yeah. next year. Cody's out. I mean, for a yeah. while. Yeah. Um, good investment there, WWE. Yeah. I mean, good investment. I mean, they couldn't. They couldn't foresee they could, that. Yeah, but that he got hurt in the. But here's the problem, though. It's like, again, you invest in twenty percent of your talent pool. 
and then you don't worry about the other 80%. So when that 20% is not available, what do you do? Yes, when you haven't been setting your, the rest of your roster up. Well, yeah, because success. I mean, nobody in your developmental system is ready for the main roster yet. Maybe Braun Breaker. Or, or somebody you texted me and said they're on NXT now. Uh, yeah, Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews. Yeah, is in NXT now. Yep. Uh, no, uh, no gimmick, no accent. It's like they just completely forgot all of that. Um, but yeah, he's in NXT. But really, the only people in NXT that I can see that are ready for the main roster would be Mandy Rose, because she has done some incredible work as the NXT Women's Champion, um, Braun Breaker, and Joe Gacy. He's kind of got a Bray Wyatt vibe to him. Um, but that's it. And it's okay. like your, your developmental like system is supposed to be feeding your main roster. And, and you, don't have anybody, you don't have anybody ready to come up, and you've okay. got all these people out. I was going to ask about Cameron Grimes, but um, um, I don't think I think Cameron Grimes would he'd be fine on the main roster, but I don't think Vince McMahon would do anything with him. I think he'd end up stuck in something stupid like Sami Zayn is, because Cameron Grimes he's from where? I know he's from he. I know he's from Carolina, but mm-hmm. he's a he is a second generation wrestler too, I believe. Oh, really? Yep. Um. Well, let me give you a hint on where he's from. Well, actually, just let me just tell you where he's from, and it'll it'll tell you who trained him. One of who trained him. Did the Hardys from... train him? Yep. Yep. Well, he's see, from... I I first watched him in Impact Wrestling. He was. Um, wrestling under the name Trevor Lee. And uh, he was the X division champion at impact wrestling. Yeah. His real name is Trevor Lee Cadell. And uh, so I watched him then and I knew he was good. And I mean, he's been good since he's been in in NXT, but I don't think he, he doesn't fit that mold that Vince McMahon sees as a star. But then it's like, what exactly is Vince McMahon's vision of the star? Because you had Keith Lee on your roster and you did nothing with him. How I, you have you have Don uh, you have uh, you have Donovan Dijak. I can't use that name that they gave him, Dijakovic or whatever. He was Donovan Dijak on the independent scene in Ring of Honor. You've got him stuck in that stupid T-bar gimmick from Re- from Retribution. That guy is amazingly talented, especially for his size. He can do things that a man his size should not be able to do. And it's like Vince McMahon sees a big guy and it's like, oh, well, he's a giant monster. It's like, that's what he wanted Keith Lee to do. And it's like, did you not watch your own product? Did you not watch NXT and saw what Keith Lee can do? And that Keith Lee should have been the main man pushed. Yes. You know, either he has the belt or he is chasing the belt. Exactly. All when the he, time. When he came to the main roster, Keith Lee should have been chasing Bobby Lashley for the WWE title. Yes. And because Keith Lee, okay, he's not jacked to the gills like Bobby Lashley. 
Okay. But he is a big dude who can move like a small dude and yes. very smart, very uh, pretty close to Nick Bockwinkle type promos. He had that ability. Yes. Uh, and, and not everybody can pull that off. I mean, no, yeah, not everybody can pull that off. And it's like, you've got this amazing talent, but he doesn't fit your mold of what a champion should look like. He also told Keith Lee, which is, is just terribly insulting, is that he was too smart for his own good. That he talked too, too intelligently for his own good. And it's like, is he supposed to just go out and shuck and jive for you? Or what exactly do you want him to... I mean, this is an intelligent man. Don't you want yeah. him to speak intelligently? Uh, all right. For the younger listeners, you're going to have to go look that up. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not going to explain it to you. <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Yeah. It's because, like, you know. I don't, I don't get it. It's like, and I know he looks at Roman. He looks at Brock. He looks at Drew. And it's that type of guy that he sees as a star. And that's fine. They all are all stars. But there are other people on that roster that are stars or could be stars if you gave mm -hmm. them the opportunity to do so. Tommaso Ciampa could be a star. Yes. On the main roster if he was given an opportunity to do so. Tommaso Ciampa, the, really the person, not really the character, but the person itself reminds me a lot of Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, he's that veteran who, by all, all accounts, should have been at the top. Yeah, at some point, but has never until now, you know, has finally got their chance. Mm -hmm. You know, they're up on the main roster and they're doing good. And well, Tommaso Ciampa, I mean, apparently, I guess he didn't want to move up. You know, he was no, happy. he wa he wanted to stay at NXT. He did, yeah, he yeah. didn't want to move up. No, but I mean, he was too good to not move up. Yeah, and you know, I mean, and every roster is doing people like that. I mean, the NWF, a lot of other independent countries, they they actually have those veterans who have been with the NWF and, mm -hmm. and the other similar indie companies, you know, a very long time. And they're the ones training um, right. the, new, the new folks and they're and really what, teaching them. And yeah. And that's what Champa wanted to do. He wanted to stay in NXT. He wanted to help the new crop of talent that came in and work with them. And, but he had to move up because Vince had holes in his roster because um, budget cuts. Well, old Thanos over there with the uh, with the spreadsheet mm -hmm. was just snapping his finger erasing people. And they erase so many that mm -hmm. they almost don't have a roster now. Well no, they have no tag division. They yep. have no they have no they have no male or female tag division. Their women's roster is non existent. Their men's roster May as well be non-existent because the people that they could put in these spots, they're not using. Kevin Owens should be a contender. Bobby Lashley should be – Kevin Owens should be a world title contender. Sami Zayn should be a world title contender. Um, Bobby Lashley should be a world title contender. Um, AJ's always in that mix. Uh, Finn Balor should definitely be a world title contender, if not a world champion. Um, and they have, they still have all this talent. You've got Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is always, you know, he should be a world title contender. Um, but you've got all this talent, 
but it's like we're just going to focus on these few now these few aren't there especially the one you put everything into the one you put both championships on you know you he is absolutely the face of that company yet you're not booking him at these shows people pay to see your world champion it, I, it almost seems it feels right i'm not gonna say it's, it, it kind of has a feeling that they're trying to self-sabotage i mean and we've actually mentioned that before too yeah and i don't i don't get it it's like you go out of your way to brag about being the biggest wrestling company in the world. You absolutely are in name only because as far yeah. as in quality of, as far as product quality, absolutely not. WWE is for my opinion. They're at the bottom as far as match quality. And I'm, and it's not just because I'm a big fan of AEW. AEW's killing it. Pro Wrestling Guerrilla is still killing it. GCW, New Japan, Impact, all these other companies are putting wrestling first. And that's what makes a good wrestling program. Not everything is going to be, not every show is going to be just 100% perfect every single time. But if that show can entertain you for the most part, like Dynamite's a two hour show, if you're entertained, for most of that show, they've done their job. Mm-hmm. WWE is not doing that job. Their their product is very stagnant, and even the developmental product is stagnant. I tried watching um, NXT, um, the In Your House special that they had from this Saturday. I tried watching it uh, earlier today, and it was like I got I got about two or three matches in, and it's just this just wasn't interesting i mean nothing against the talent but it's like i don't get that same with with like AEW and like new japan i get that excitement whenever i'm watching it i get Mm -hmm. that excitement of being a a wrestling fan and it's like this is what i like to see i don't have that excitement when i when you know wwe events coming up it's like i'm excited for SummerSlam because i'm going to SummerSlam. Which, by the way, is like one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But I that's mean, that's yeah. why I'm excited for SummerSlam is because I'm going and I will be there, you know, live. I'll be there in person. But the last few pay per views, like we haven't even done a preview of the pay per views because it's like they really haven't been interesting enough to do the previews. Exactly. Because if we would have done a preview of this last one, we would have said, "Wow, okay, there's seven matches." And they're going to stretch that over three hours. Okay. Right. You know, I see a lot of videos. I see a lot of commercials for their stuff. I see a lot of, you know, 20 minute long ring entrances. Mm-hmm. And because every match it was an average of 25 uh, minutes per match, if you were going to break it out evenly. And then when we looked at the, the final mm-hmm. product, you know, yep. only one match came even close to that. And it was one match was 24 minutes and some change. Another, another match was 18. The rest of them were 10 or less. Yeah. And those were the bookend matches. Yep. 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 And right now I'm looking at WWE roster. 
And I'm just kind of thinking, and the reason I'm looking at the roster is, um, is, you know, really just picking out the, the different feuds right now. And let's see. Um, this is a kid, a kid. What am I missing here? A kid. Mm, from NXT UK. Um, well, he's from Madrid, Spain. So, yeah, he he um, he did wrestle in NXT UK. I think he's on the regular NXT roster now. Oh, okay. Um, I know he's made some appearances in uh, regular. Oh yeah. Oh, dud. The background is NXT UK. <laughs> um, let's see. AJ Styles. Akira Tozawa, who they're also not using, right? Nope, he's in the 24-7 scene. Yep. Um, Alba Fire, she's NXT. Yeah, um, she was, uh, that's, uh, she was formerly known as Kaylee Ray, which is the name she went by when she had a 600-day reign as the NXT UK Women's Champion. Wow. Uh, she came to to regular NXT, still under the name Kaylee Ray, and then, like, midstream they decide oh well we're not going to have anybody use the names that they were known for that they were known by before they come to wwe so they changed it and gave her a new name oh let's see i was gonna say angel garza but apparently it's just angel um yeah i'm, trying, yeah, I'm trying to, just i'm just going to try to stick with the ones that were just on the main roster uh angel garza angela dawkins i was gonna say apollo cruz but he's nxt now um Asuka, Bailey is listed, but she, I mean, of course, I mean, we know she's hurt still. Yeah. Um, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Big E, who we know is hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, dude, honestly, I don't know if Big E's ever going to be able to come back. I mean, I don't either I don't because they said it's not that that C one's not healing like they mm-hmm. they wanted it to. Because I mean, yeah, because you saw, I mean, he mm-hmm. full full body weight of the two hundred almost three hundred pounds of pure muscle coming down. Yeah. You know, and if if that had been one of us, it would have killed us. Oh yeah, we're not in the kind of shape he was in. Yeah, they know. said if his if he hadn't been in the kind of shape he was that he was in, and his neck hadn't been as thick as it was, yeah, it could have killed. Yeah. Him. Now you're you're talking a former Division One linebacker. Mm-hmm. You no, know, um, yeah, and a power lifter, and a power lifter. Yep. Um, Bobby Lashley. Um, they have Lesnar listed for some reason. Butch. Nope. No, I, 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 what, nope. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Um, you know why I'm looking in this direction, right? Yeah. He made a weapon. <laughs> why? Why? Dwayne wants to know why. I don't know. <laughs> Boy, I, wanted, I wanted to make a sword, but it your mom goes for a sleep study, and this is what you do. I used to. I used to. Forget she's never going to leave your dad in charge again. I know. I know she's not. I mean, <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble. Do me a favor, Layton. Uh, take the dogs out right now. Dogs. You have your knives with you. Let's see. Uh, anyway. Um. <laughs> You know, Carmella, I even totally, I forgot about Carmella. Uh, yeah, because they haven't done anything with her either. Yeah. Actually, I take that back. 
they she has been in stuck in the 24-7 scene. She's supposed to be helping our truth get the 24-7 title back. She just got married to um what's his nose? Uh yeah, uh Corey Graves. Yep. Okay. By the way, I have said what's his nose like a lot for about the past 31 years because you were the very first person I ever heard say that. And it's just <laughs> stuck with me ever since. Um Cedric Alexander, who's kind of floundering. Yep. Raw. Chad Gable, who's with Otis, but not really doing a lot. No. Um, Tomasa, Champa, don't know what they're doing with him. Um, uh, let's see. He jumped Matt Riddle on on Raw this past Monday. Ah, okay. But they haven't really done much with him since he came to the main roster. Cody Rhodes, we know was hurt for, you know, probably out for the next six months. Mm-hmm. Commander Aziz, who's wrestled, you know, eight times in the past three years or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, Damian Priest, who's part of the Judgment Day. I, I, the take off the the yeah, especially when when I heard somebody refer to it as the new the Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, grammatically, that hurts. Yeah. Um, who's Dan Valmeyer? Uh, he didn't even look like a wrestler, but anyway, I don't know. Uh, Dana Brooke. 24-7 champion. Oh, yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Uh, him and Bobby Roode just came back to the main roster on, on Raw Monday. They were down in NXT for a while, feeding with Braun Breaker. Uh, Dominic Dewdrop, Drew Gulak, Drew McIntyre, a couple of Drews. Um, Edge, who's, been, who's written off for a little bit. I mean, so they have actually more than enough. Uh, Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's WWE stands for who wants to walk with Elias, not Ezekiel. Exactly. Uh, Finn Balor, of course. Gable Stevenson. Stevenson. Who has now said that he may uh, may return to school to wrestle some more. Ah, whoops. Well, you better take him off the roster. Uh, Gunther Corbin. Umberto. Umberto. I don't know. I think you say it right. Um Ivar, who I've, I mean, somebody that I actually totally forgot about because they don't use them. I mean, no, you hit it right the hill, the, the nail right on the head there. They're not using anybody. I mean, they're using about 20% of their roster for just about everything. And then some of the ones they're actually showing they're not using correctly. I mean, they mm-hmm. were this. And the reason I was even looking at the roster is because I'm thinking, all right, you have to have a reason for the people fight. You have to have a believable reason for the people to be fighting and we've said mm-hmm. this before a title opportunity is a good reason yeah you know um to move up the contendership spot is a good reason yep you know um we were partners now we broke up because i turned on that's a good reason yeah and what's not a good reason that's not your name yeah that's not here, a good reason here is a perfect example the simplest reason, like you just just said, AEW last night, Wardlow wants the TNT championship. He called out Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky came out. Uh, Scorpio Sky does have an injury. It's something with his leg. I'm, I'm not. I haven't heard if it's major or not. But Wardlow said, he's like, if you've got a messed up leg, I'll wait till you're 100. percent But I want that title. So and then Scorpio Sky raises the championship, saying, "This is mine." Your story's told. 
done. Your, yeah. your reason for booking that match is told. And it was done in five minutes. Yeah. I mean, and I can even buy something like when MJF had that big long promo against CM Punk and he told, you know, when I was a kid, a teenager. Exactly. Exactly. And, I met, and you were uh, a jerk off to me. Yeah. And it's like, I swore then that I would be the best in the world. Yeah. And yeah, the story's told. I mean, but WWE does so these convoluted stories that literally go nowhere because half the time they don't know how it's going to end. So they just drop it in the middle of it. Yeah. And, you know, on paper, the Street Profits against Chad Gable and Otis, I can't remember what they're... The Alpha Academy. The Alpha Academy. Not a horrible name, but not the greatest name. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. but, I mean, you look at the talent level, all four of these guys, and then you look at the mm-hmm. teamwork of the two teams. On paper, this should be a great match. Mm-hmm. And it's been okay. You know, I mean, they've, they've been fight. okay. They've had, they've had some good matches. The problem is these teams are not allowed to do what they're capable of doing. They have to work in that that confining WWE entertainment style of pro wrestling. Yep. And it's like, if you let them do what they're capable of doing, it's going to draw more people to your product. Yep. But it's like, they have this vision of what pro wrestling is supposed to be. So it's like, that's why everybody talks about wrestling the WWE style. And then when you leave, you have to relearn your old style that yeah. everybody else on the planet is wrestling except for WWE. And I will say this about Hell in a Cell. I only remember one spot where they had the whole thing about everybody clumped together on the outside right by the entrance ramp. Mm-hmm. There was only one spot like that. And that yeah. was the, the mixed tag team match because yeah. they had they had enough people. Well, yeah. maybe, maybe that's one positive thing about the roster being cut through thin. They don't have enough people to do that whole yeah. You know, unless they do the 24 seven run. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're all of a sudden they run on there and I was like, Oh, okay. We, you know, they just call it whoever. Yeah. But I mean, they, if you don't have the realistic plausible reasons, then people are going to want to watch. I mean, because right now it's turning, it really is turning into a, a circus. I mean, mm-hmm. do you, when you go to a circus, you know, when was the last time you went to a circus? Um, I can't even remember the last time I went to a circus. All right. And, but I'm going to guess that when you did go, you have you been more than once, like in your mm-hmm. life? Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty much the same thing both times. Yeah. You know, there's nothing unique now. And I'm not taking away from the performers at the circus because they do work really hard on mm-hmm. perfecting that. Some of the stuff is kind of, kind of cool. Some of it's a little more dangerous. I wouldn't do it. Right. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Because when they had like the motorcycles inside the big, the big cylinder, yeah. you know, or the sphere, not a cylinder, a sphere. And there's a year I'm like, yeah, you wouldn't catch me doing that. <laughs> you know, because I, I would just, and be, it'd be over, you know, you had the people in the tightrope and nope, couldn't do it. But you see that every time you go, so there's certain things you expect to see. That's what WWE is turned into where mm-hmm. they're expecting to see these moves. And it's, it's like, well, if y'all wouldn't perform every single move in your repertoire on every match on raw and or SmackDown, mm-hmm. you know, leave something for the house shows, leave something for the premium live events. 
you know, or my thing it just change it up from match to match. I've yeah. seen I've seen the the young bucks wrestle multiple times the last few months, and every match is different. Yes, which, they hit some of the same spots, but every match is different. They they tweak it every single time to give you a little bit of a different match every single time. Nope. With WWE, you get the same cookie cutter match every time. Every single time. And, and now you're getting those cookie cutter matches without your world champion active on your roster. And now if he's injured, ooh. I get that. But again, if he's injured, then my thing would be do what AEW does and just have an interim champion until the champion come, can come back. Uh, I agree with that a lot more than stripping the guy of the title because if you strip somebody of the title, it's like they've done something wrong. And if you get injured doing your job, then that's not really your fault. Well, and that's why they need to bring back the whole 30 day thing, because remember a couple of years ago, they said they were, they were not going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Because, okay. Well, because they, to... because they didn't follow it anyway. No, they didn't. that's true. I mean, they rarely, they followed it when it fit their particular storyline. Well, when when it was, Dan, when it was Daniel Bryan. Yeah. When it was Daniel Bryan. Yeah. We, we got to do anything we can to get this belt off. him. Oh, he's hurt. He's he hurt. had defended in 30 days. Boom. Off off. You know, yeah. and, and he was legitimately hurt. So, yeah, you know, so and that one, I could buy champions hurt. They can't defend 30 days. Mm-hmm. That sucks. You know, life sucks. However, you know, we, we can't have the champion not defending the title. You have to prove yeah. they're a champion. And now they've gone to, so, like, <laughs> you know, so? and that, here's the thing. And it's like, okay, you are Roman is 600 days in to this universal title run. But if you're not defending the title on a regular basis, does it really count? I would can you say really, not. Can you really say, oh, I've, you know, I've, yeah, you've held the title for 600 plus days. So how many times have you defended it? Even as much as what I was never a fan of the honky tonk man, especially him holding the intercontinental title for as long as what he did, he was defending it. Yes. That was my same issue with Brock Lesnar when he was the Universal Champion. Yeah, he held it for like five, I think 500 days. You know, long title reign. But he rarely defended it. So it's like, yeah, then you're just holding the title hostage at this point. Yeah, I mean, he defended it like once every 100 days. Yeah. On average. And if if this is how they're going to book Roman, it's going to be the same thing all over again. If they're only going to use him for certain big shows, then you need to split those titles and uh, it's... have the, you know, there needs to be a WWE champion and a universal champion if this is how you're going to use the unified champion. Right. Because, I mean, now there's no titles being defended. The Intercontinental title, we know is not. I, I mean, I keep forgetting who the, it's Ricochet, right? It's, it's Ricochet right now, but he's yeah. supposed to, he's supposed to wrestle Walter. I'm not, I'm not calling him Gunther. He's Walter. He's supposed to defend it against Walter tomorrow night on SmackDown, and I could see them giving it to Walter. Because Vince doesn't like um, – I'm not going to say Vince doesn't like Ricochet. Um, Ricochet's small. Vince doesn't like anybody small. Right. He does. He, 
when he sees a small guy, he's like, oh, well, they're good to bump around and get these bigger guys over. I mean, he finally, Sean Michaels finally grew on him, but that, that even that took a while. And then Sean used that to his advantage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it just appears to me that they're slowly sliding. And like I was saying the other day, their business model of cutting the payroll in order to meet their record profits every time. Well, now they've hit that point of almost like criticality Mm -hmm. where they don't have enough people. Then they don't, you know, I don't want to say they don't have the superstar power because they actually do. I mean, um, well, they do if they would use the talent, right? Exactly. Because Dolph Ziggler, I feel is criminally under underused, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the Miz, the Miz, I mean, they use him, for his promos they can mm-hmm. also use him for his wrestling people not, are not high on his wrestling for whatever it's i like the miz but that's just me i mean the miz, the miz is a great heel he does his job well yes um i mean he's good in the ring you know but you know he knows his role and he he plays that particular role well yeah uh bobby Roode is very underrated and deserves yep. better than what they give what they gave him um uh, Shinsuke Nakamura has that was going to just... be the that was going to be the next thing I was going to mention too when you because when you say Bobby Roode, yeah, well, I think Bobby Roode and Shinsuke, I think about their match that they had in NXT at Takeover, yeah, at Takeover, and it was when Shinsuke actually got hurt, yeah, and so Bobby Roode moved up and Shinsuke didn't just yet, but he did move yeah. up finally after he recovered, but I still remember both of their ring entrances for that match because that was mm-hmm. the first I was, I was like, man, I actually showed. Uh, co-worker had at the time and he wasn't even a wrestling fan. I was like, dude, check out these entrances, mm-hmm. you know? And he, even, he was like, man, he said, okay. He said, those were good, but Shinsuke criminally underutilized Sami Zayn, yeah. uh, you know, Sami Zayn, his role apparently kind of fits the person because they yeah. say he's just, he's just kind of goofy in real life, Yeah, you know, just fun, loving, just a happy kind of guy. And so his character, you know, to be kind of, he's not really a clown necessarily, but he's just, you know, it's just kind of goofy. And, yeah. and he plays it up and he does it well. Sami Zayn's a very good wrestler. Oh, yeah. You know, Kevin Owens, I mean, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the best ones there. But, you know, he's not all jacked up. I mean, he looks like us. Yeah, he looks you like know? an everyday guy. Yeah. And they don't want somebody that looks like... It's like, God forbid if you book a guy as your champion that everybody can relate to. Right. But and, instead of that, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna book these we're gonna continuously book these guys in the top spots to where you can't relate to them at all. It's like I can't look at yeah. Roman Reigns and be like, "Oh, I can relate to him," but I can yeah. relate to Kevin Owens. Yeah, I mean, because and I I get sometimes their mentality is okay. Why would you want to go pay to see somebody like that when you know you're looking right at it? Why, why would you want to pay to see somebody just like you? Okay. You couldn't have an entire roster of that, but you cannot also cannot have an entire roster of Roman Reigns. Exactly. You can't have everybody on your wrestler cannot be, you know, jacked up and chiseled out of stone. You've got yeah. to have a variety of people. Exactly. I mean, and we can't be like Roman Reigns. I mean, first of all, we're not we're not a second generation wrestler who is also one of the, the team captains on a division one of a power mm-hmm. five conference football team, you know, and in case you guys wonder, I'm talking about Georgia tech. I mean, Roman mm-hmm. Reigns, 
uh, Joe Anawaii is real name. I can't pronounce his actual first name, but, but he goes by Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, but his last name is Anawaii. He was one of the captains on the Georgia Tech football team back, I don't know what years, but, you know, but that says, I mean, Roman Reigns is legitimately mm-hmm. tough. I mean, he's a very legitimate athlete. You know, that's not me and Dwayne. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're legitimate. We're not legitimate athletes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, but, yeah, but you couldn't have an entire roster there because, I mean, it would get boring. You're like, okay, well, I mean, like you said, cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, that's what they that's what they become. And it's getting worse by the week, it seems. And it's like, I just don't understand not having your world champion oh. on this. You don't, you don't want to have him on the house show loops. Okay. I get it. He's, you know, you want to ha- you want to have him resting up for the bigger shows. Okay, I can understand that. But you have two pay-per-views in a row that your world champion is not even appearing, much less wrestling and defending his championship. Mm-hmm. Money in the Bank is one of the biggest ones of the year. Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. the champion should always be yeah. appearing. Yeah, because it, you need to have that mystery of are they going to cash it in? Here's the problem with Money in the Bank and the Roman Reigns right, title reign. Whoever whoever wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, if they cash it in, they're going to lose because they're not going to have any. They don't have. They haven't built anybody up yet to beat Roman. I don't think anybody's going to beat Roman until Cody beats Roman. I think Cody Rhodes will be the one to beat Roman. Ooh, here's another six months. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Unless he pulls uh, a John Cena and makes it back in four. Yeah. If John had, Cena was supposed to be out six to nine months. He had the same injury that uh, Cody Rhodes had, and he was back in four months. Of course, he's a freak of nature. So. Uh, he is. I mean, he really is. And, <laughs> and John Cena, he's actually apparently he's, um, he's back. He is supposed to be back, I think, on the <laughs> June 27th edition of Raw. He is supposed to uh appear i don't know if they're i feel like that they're building toward a match with him and theory but i don't know for sure if it's a way to put now that i'm not i don't have any issue with no if john cena puts theory over because john cena is less than a part-timer you know he's just he's just there for the special attraction and so if he yep. comes in and puts theory over, that's a completely different thing than using someone like Bobby Lashley, who should be in the world title scene to put theory over because theory wasn't ready to be champion in the first place. When you put the U S title on, it wasn't. And even having a member in the elimination chamber, um, not the elimination chamber. Yeah. With elimination chamber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now granted, we all said, I mean, that, that theory, uh, did well in that match because we said uh, Brock Lesnar may have went over, but Theory got over. Yeah, and he did get over. He did. But then lumping him in with Vince McMahon is never going to be good for anybody's career. It never works when you're an on-screen Vince McMahon protege. Snitch. Just ask, <laughs> ask Drew McIntyre. Snitch. How, how that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> Snitch. <laughs> so yeah i don't know to him he's going back and talking to the boss but yeah yeah oh lord see if they would just listen to us exactly you know anybody anybody who's listened to the show please go on twitter go on facebook you know do something you know twitter's probably the easiest one 
tag Vince McMahon, tag WWE, tag them when you retweet this show and just tell them, listen to Stephen Dwayland. Mm-hmm. You know, they, uh, you know, because we even got somebody who made us certificates, master's degrees <laughs> in wrestling. You yep. know, thank, thank you, Kyle. That was that. That, should, that was pretty awesome. I love it. That. It was, yeah. That was cool. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, and actually, you know what? I'll include Kyle in that too. He should, he should make his own certificate. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, you know, we talk about these things for a reason. And, and it's, I mean, realistically, we don't expect somebody to push our stuff to the right. powers that be, whether it be Tony Khan, whether it be Vincent Mann, whether it be, um, Billy Corrigan. I mean, any mm-hmm. of the owners. Now, now we know people who know him. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, Matt Devin, let the man know. Listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the by the way, uh, Matt Matthew Mims, good luck this weekend. Yes, absolutely. Good luck. Yep. I hope you win the the uh, NWA TV title. Yep. And because that way, Dwayne, like to say, we know him. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I know the NWA World TV champion. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people that can make me feel stupid. He, <laughs> he's one of them because yeah, the he's walking, a brilliant dude. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. The walking thesaurus is what they call it. In fact, we heard Devin refer to him as that. Yeah. And Devin, another awesome guy. Devin, he had gold, you know, the last time we talked to him. Yeah. Um, he never told us what the gold was, but. Yeah, he is. Actually, I think he's going to be wrestling some NWA shows. Okay. Coming up. So, yeah, he's been sharing some stuff on his Instagram about some upcoming NWA okay. shows, and he's he's on the advert. So. Oh, there we go. So, yeah. But if everybody gets a chance, go check them out, too. Just awesome guys. Uh, go check out your indie wrestling always. Absolutely. Support yeah. indie wrestling. Support indie wrestling because like, see, where do you, you know, think where do you think all these people in these bigger companies came from? Exactly. You know, so but we'll have to see how the rest of the, the next few days go. Yeah. As far as wrestling goes. I don't know of anything special, like any kind of pay-per-views. Not really. There's nothing. Uh let's see. Forbidden Door is the end of the month. And they're build uh, AEW is building toward that. We've got John Moxley uh, versus the winner of Goto and Tanahashi. I think New Japan has a show. I think this coming weekend that Tanahashi and Goto are going to wrestle. Whoever wins that match will face Moxley at Forbidden Door, and uh, will be the interim AEW World Champion until CM Punk recovers uh, from his surgery. Um, the the new all all Atlantic Championship that AEW created will have a fatal four way at Forbidden Door. They're having qualifying matches the next few weeks, and then the winners of those four qualifiers will wrestle a fatal four way. I, I can't remember if it's a fatal four way or if it's an elimination. Knowing AEW, it might be a four way elimination match. Okay. Uh, either way, whoever wins that will be the inaugural All Atlantic Champion. Which the belt is awesome. Looks like yep. the old North, North American belt. Yes. And so, yep. Uh, oh, well, I guess we'll just have to play it by ear and see what all happens, you know, tomorrow yeah. night and and if we hear any other kind of news. But either way, I mean, I think uh, because we don't have any interviews lined up right now, and mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of worried about lining up any interviews right now just because. Yeah, because you've got stuff got, ramping up at work. Yep. Yep. So uh, we apologize for anybody who, who really does like our interviews. Cause I've had people tell, Hey, I love your interviews. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they actually like those shows 
you know, uh, most if they had to choose. Right. You know, but I mean, sometimes I don't want to make a, a commitment and then all of a sudden have to back out. Right. You know, it's one thing if the person being interviewed has to do this. Another thing if the interviewer right. has to do that. Yep. You know, so, uh, so right now we're kind of holding off a little bit until everything kind of calms down at work again. But, you know, but I mean, we're, we're always thinking about that because we're not always going to do like current news because mm-hmm. if you look in our archives, we have done, Hey, let's talk about this thing that happened in the past. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, you know, just to keep everything kind of fresh. Yeah. So, yep. But until Monday, my friend, I'll be right. seeing you. God bless. God bless.